Good morning, afternoon or evening, depending upon what time you are listening to us. I'm Sanjeet. And I'm Ananya. And welcome to Obstacles to Progression. In this episode of OTP, we are going to talk about the patriarchal problem in India and the effect that it has on our economy. And to talk about the subject, we have with us Sunita Gupta, a retired sociology professor from Ferguson College with an interest in areas such as gender studies and marginalized groups. Therefore, we're confident she'll be able to guide us with our problem today. Thank you so much for joining us, ma'am. We're happy to have you here. Uh, thank you so much for inviting me for this uh, talk. Uh, it's an issue which is very close to my heart. And uh, I'm sure, you know, I will enjoy uh, this interaction with you. Let's begin. So, ma'am, we were thinking before we dive deep into this topic, I think let us begin by understanding what patriarchy actually is. So, can you give us a basic idea of what patriarchy is? or how you define patriarchy? Okay. Uh, It's an extremely uh, broad, amorphous term. And when you ask anyone uh, around, uh, typically they would say that patriarchy is a system of male domination. Uh, I am going to, before getting into defining patriarchy, what I would like to do is talk a little bit about the nature of patriarchy. The first thing I would like to uh, talk about is that, that patriarchy is a social construct. We are really talking about that it is something which is historically and culturally determined. It has changed over time and space. So, The reason why I want to emphasize that patriarchy is a social construct is because many times it is said that it has biological roots. Because men and women are biologically different, so they are also socially different. Now here what I want to say is yes, male and female are two biological categories, okay? The genitals are different and bearing of children is a woman's job. We all know about it. But to extend this and to say that rearing of children is also women's job is problematic. Okay, because we have historically, we have had um, the concept, uh, not just of biological mothering, but social mothering. Um, in, in the beginning, it was the entire band, you know, the tribal band. They brought up children collectively. How do males become men and masculine? And how do females become women and feminine is a social historical process. Um, So ma'am, a question that comes to mind is that if it's not biological, then how come patriarchy is so universal? How come we see it through so many different countries and cultures? Um, And if this is true, 
then is it inevitable is it something that we can't deny anymore is it part of our social fabric you see uh, some of the common myths around patriarchy has been that it is universal and uh, uh, patriarchy is everywhere you know or if uh, i said that in different societies you know uh, whether it is nepal whether it is sri lanka whether it is sweden you know some of the most egalitarian societies there also there is patriarchy so in one sense it is universal today but if we were to look at ancient societies talking about gathering hunting societies where you know uh, i think some 98% of human history has been in the gathering hunting period they were egalitarian societies and there was no sexual division of labor in in the present context if you look at any of the tribal indigenous societies okay which are untouched and uncorrupted by civilization you will see that there is uh, you know more these are more egalitarian societies uh is it inevitable i think that was the kind of question that ananya was asking that uh, is it inevitable it is not yeah that makes complete sense ma'am and now that we know what patriarchy is and what its nature is i would like to ask what impact does patriarchy have on women as well as men and how do we perpetuate patriarchy men definitely benefit more out of a patriarchy okay and women stand to lose out of patriarchy okay now let us say um, a property you know typically you know land is in the name of male okay and uh, you know women are denied right uh, to land ownership okay uh, or say for instance uh, some of the things that uh, young girls like you may experience is uh, folks at home would say that you shouldn't uh, be out uh, at home after 9 at night whereas those kind of restrictions are not there for uh, the boys let me also tell you that women themselves can be patriarchal men can also be feminist if you believe in equality not only that men can be feminist but men uh, are victims of patriarchy to a limited sense because you see patriarchy puts a certain pressure on them hmm? uh, perform well in exam uh, you know uh, take up a certain career because you have to be a breadwinner now just uh, you know suppose sanjeev has to tell uh, uh, you know his folks at home that i want to pursue music what would be the reaction or oh, i want to pursue dance what would be the reaction you are going to be the man of the house do you get that whole thing the man of the house you can't be wasting away music and dance can is good for a hobby but you can't make a living out of it you know wow ma'am that's a lot of good insight and what you said about family and our families is actually quite true i'm sure sanjeet can relate um so now can you kind of linking to that can you talk about how a uh, family dynamics work in terms of women making financial and economical decisions and holding wealth or not holding wealth for example a family is an ideal institution patriarchal institution okay uh, and uh, related to what sanjeet asked hmm? 
uh, it's always the male member who's the head of the family. Okay, so all decision making rests with him. Okay, mm. look at property ownership. How does you know property pass from uh, male to the male heir, mm. which means the name and property is passed on from father to son, mm. right? So you see, if the head of the family is male, if property and the name is passed on from father to son. Where does power rest? Power rests with the head of the family, the man. Even uh, after marriage, you know, after marriage, uh, a woman is expected to go and live with uh, her in-laws or with the man. A woman is expected to change her surname. All these are uh, manifestations of a patriarchal society or a patriarchal family okay and this is a typical thing i mean there will be individual variations there will be differences there there will be some families where women are stronger but as i said we are talking about patterns hmm. uh, even if a woman is earning the decision making lies with the male but typically speaking again i am aware about variations uh, you see there is something like the sexual division of labor Okay, what is the sexual division of labor? Uh, that uh, uh, typically women are housewives, men are breadwinners. Hmm? A public arena where there is paid work belongs to the men, and uh, women's work is nurture and care in the house. What I want to say is this division of labor that I just spoke of, Ananya, actually extends to paid work that women take up. So what happens is, uh, where do you find, let us look for, for instance, I'll give you two classic examples. One is the field of nursing. Typically nursing, which is a caregiver's job, is a woman's job. Okay, uh, go to any hospital, largely you will find there are women-dominated fields. How many male nurses are there? A handful. See how the caregiving work that she does at home is now comes outside in the paid employment and you find women in nursing. Primary school teachers, uh, those who run crash, anganwadi, balwadi, all these uh, things, all these are women. Remember one thing, if this is what is happening, also don't forget that in the paid employment scenario, this work always gets lower wages or lower salaries. Again, very uh, stereotypical uh, example that I'm giving you, women do cooking at home, fine. But all professional chefs are male. Okay, so when something gets uh, professionalized, then the men get monopoly. And you see what happens is this whole sexual division of labor that I spoke about has serious implications for the role of women as citizens. Hmm. Okay, because what are you saying? That women's horizons are limited by the idea that their primary responsibility is domestic work. Uh, like I said, oh, I have to hurry up and go and take care of my grandchildren. Yeah, yeah. So let's move on from family to workplaces. So how does patriarchy affect women at workplace? 
in terms of wage gaps and the way women are treated at workplace even in uh, after the law was passed the equal remunerations act i think 1976 uh, for the same kind of work uh, men and women are not paid equally for instance in organized sector uh, in organized sector we don't have this uh, difference okay mm-hmm. uh, we are paid equal to men but what percentage of workforce is in the organized sector okay so only 7% are in the organized sector now in that 7% what is a what percentage of women are in the organized sector very few overall it is 93% of workforce is in the unorganized sector in india women hawkers vendors uh you know women waste pickers even there mm. you see there is a certain hierarchy sanji okay mm. and that waste picking uh, this thing you see that men earn more than women uh, so apart uh, uh, apart from the wage uh, this thing ananya what i feel is you know like uh, i have interacted with uh, women working in corporate uh, sector and so on the uh, misogynist attitudes of people Mm-hmm. the jokes themselves if you see the jokes they are so misogynist and uh, look at uh, the kind of sexual harassment women face in corporate sector you know your right as a worker is uh, uh, invaded you cannot you cannot work with a free mind because you are constantly scared that you know you you are being sexually targeted women are earning i gave you that statistics that the amount of work they do is 2/3 of uh, hours of work a uh, worldwide and getting only 10% of income and uh, 10% of property they own so that tells you that there is a wage gap and that seems extremely unfair and unfortunate but as long as the patriarchy exists indian women will continue to bear consequences at the hands of a system that works to put them down and this is definitely something we want to change not just for the women and men but for the economy yeah you heard that right patriarchal systems are impacting our economy in an unwanted way now we have taken a look at what patriarchy really is and its role in the indian society it has been manifested in both households and society now in the next and final episode of otp we will find out how patriarchy plays an active role in the indian economy so this was obstacles to progression a patriarchal problem thanks for listening and we are hoping to see you next friday